Welcome to the Employco Podcast. I'm Rob Wilson, president of Employco. With me is my brother and partner, Scott Wilson. Hello. Our vice president of HR, Jason Eisenhut. Hi, everyone. And today we've got a special guest, uh, a longtime friend and strategic advisor uh, to uh, Employco and and our team, uh, Jim Fannin, America's own coach. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Thanks for uh, thanks for being with us. Thanks for helping us over the years and a lot of our clients and, uh, and employees and, and helping them get in the zone. Our first guest in our new studio. Did I? So, uh, uh, this I, I thought I was in a major network <laughs> studio. This is pretty awesome. And I forgot uh, Nikki Navarro working the board. So uh, in the new studio, so great job so Making far. Making the so, magic happen. Yeah. So Jim, thanks for joining us today. You've been a uh, been a huge uh, huge help for us. We met years ago uh, at, uh, through YPO, and it's been great working with you, uh, myself as well as our team, and and uh, Griffin as well. And uh, our topic today is. As you return to the workplace, we've got a lot of people still working remote, but thousands of people are back in their office and uh, getting in the zone mindset back, whether you're still remote or, or back, uh, readjusting to being back in your office or plant or whatever your business might be. And, and uh, some tips on for for employees and employers? Well, I, I think first off, let's identify what is the zone and how does that apply to a team? Um, you know, I've spent 40 five, 46 years uh, on one subject, being in that purposeful, calm feeling where nothing can go wrong. And it's a real physical, mental um, mindset uh, that just unlocks full potential. And today, uh, people are not in the zone. Uh, A scary stat that I, I became aware of from the American Psychiatric Association, and this is terrifying, uh, this report, 74% of all Americans right now are experiencing symptoms of chronic depression. And chronic depression is fetal position, blinds down, not wanting to go out of the house or interact with anybody. Um, And and, and that kind of depression, worry, anxiety, fear. Uh, So a lot of people are fearful just going out, uh, coming back into the workplace. the first thing I recommend is that the leadership team needs to get away one day and come up with a new blueprint because the landscape's changed. Your clients have changed, your customers have changed, um, and there's a lot of negativity. And, and people today want an expert. They will pay extra for an expert. Give me an expert. I don't have time to you know, mess around with uh, a non-expert. So to position yourself as an expert, uh, just sequester your team, reinvent the mindset uh, of the culture, but you need to decide, has my mission changed? And my core values changed? Ho- hopefully those haven't changed. But to find that purposeful calm, uh, the team has to have a level of self-discipline with each person. That means everybody's got to buy into the mission and the goals. To get self-discipline, which creates cortisol and it narrows everyone's focus. Um, In order to do that, uh, we need to identify what is the responsibility in writing of the employee, because that may have changed in the last year, the responsibility. You may have a smaller staff where people now have maybe more responsibilities. And if that's the case, you need an all-star team Mm -hmm. to be able to multitask. But self-discipline is the willingness and it's the commitment to stay with a set of business routines, your meetings, when you, how you wake up, how you think, 
what you do, what you don't do. Uh, so all that discipline needs to be put in writing. Uh, everybody in the team has a higher or low level of discipline. And if you have 10 people on your team, those 10 people make up the discipline of the company uh, as a whole. Uh, so I would sequester myself and go through all the responsibility. And then secondly, you got to hold people accountable more than we ever have. That's one, been one of the biggest weaknesses in business I've seen in the last 10 years. And that includes the Microsofts and the GEs all the way down to a small business. And, and that's hold people accountable to the responsibilities. And, and that's something that people really have to work on today with the combination <laughs> of the remote workforce versus the uh, live in-person workforce is that accountability of, of and, and how do you do that and are you doing that effectively? Well, and you figure last year, two months out of the year, it was scrambling just to work remote. And then it's dealing with how to manage remotely, keep track of people, and now bringing them back. Right. And, and you know, there's so many, Jim uh, and I have hosted a series of dinners around the country with fellow CEOs. And, and Jim, uh, when Jim released a book last year called The Blueprint, which was great because it was a blueprint for your life, how, how you know, everything else, you know, you get a blueprint for putting together, a, a, you know, your toys that you buy for your kids. So get a blueprint for your business and a blueprint for yourself. And so many things that we got into that doesn't fit into a pod, uh, podcast, but one of the things was the positive en energy in a room and how, uh, as, a, as a CEO and leader in your team, how to foster that positive en energy, you know, your chin up instead of your chin down and, and being, uh, being positive. Yeah, two, there's two things that uh, recent studies in the last three years with executives, and <clears throat> they took a 1,000 executives in the Fortune 500 and wanted to know uh, what they did to empower people. And I don't think it's really changed, but individuals want to know one thing first. Am I an integral part of something greater than, them, than themselves? And when you find out that maybe you're not, you're like, okay, I, I need to do something else. I need to go out on my own. I'll start my own consulting business. Maybe I can bring my company as a client. A lot of people are thinking about being that entrepreneur, not wanting to come back. So the culture has to be you're an integral part of something greater than yourself. Well, we need to hold them accountable, but we also need to do the second thing. We need to know as an employee that I'm appreciated for what I do every day. And I feel that appreciation. This sounds so simple and everybody you know, can say, yeah, let's do that. But putting into daily practice, well, that, that's the leadership team. And the leadership team needs to push this down to every level, including the person that answers the phone. Um, it's a time to reinvent your business. It's a perfect time to do that. And, and then reinvent your business toward the mindset of your customers, whether it's B2B or B2C. Your customer base is not the same mindset. So selling to them and providing them and being a partner with them, it's totally different. So three things need to happen. I need to have to empower me as an employee or anybody as an employee. Uh, number one, I, I need to be appreciated. I need to feel I'm an integral part of something greater than myself. I need to have responsibility in writing, hold me accountable on a daily, weekly basis. And, um, and then the next thing is, what is my authority? Can I write a million dollar check on the company? Uh, no, you cannot. <laughs> so I have authority to do or not to do. Once you identify that and apply it, uh, 
those three things become like a, a, the legs on a stool, which you can climb to a peak performance. If you don't have those three things, whether it's the authority, the accountability, uh, or the responsibility, you will not make decisions on your own. You'll defer to somebody else. And right now, your employees are only as great as what they think mm -hmm. when you're not there. And now that part of your workforce is not there, what are they thinking? Well, you know, they're, they got kids at home. It's summer. Uh, who knows what they're thinking? But right now, I'm seeing people that are getting paid for 40 hours are actually putting in 20. But my question is, I'm cool with 20 if it's quality 20. Quality is it? 20, right. I'm not sure that it is because everybody's interrupted at home with kids and other things. One of the things uh, that kind of drives the communication point, something that we work with uh, with our clients and even internally is, is, is what does that communication look like to your employees and to your team members? And that's, you know, Jason, when you work with uh, your HR team and our, our clients, whether it's in, uh, employee surveys, whether it's uh, helping them create uh, HR newsletters, employee newsletters, increasing that communication so people know what your expectations are. You know, that's why I like EmployCo and I, you know, I need to be transparent. I use EmployCo in my companies, uh, you know, to, to help us with our payroll and everything else. And uh, the thing about EmployCo uh, helping small businesses is uh, you're helping businesses think like a Fortune 500 company. Uh, and you provide so many resources, more than just payroll and workman's comp and all that. Um, that's an advantage for a small business to have that. Um, human resource. That's your greatest investment. Uh, and I think it's the toughest investment. Uh, hiring somebody today uh, is the toughest thing going. And if somebody, you got to cut somebody loose, you failed. You didn't hire them well or, or you didn't train them well. So you can't look at your employee and go, wow, they were horrible. And no, you got to point the finger to you and you got to own that. Right. Why'd you hire them? Yeah. Why'd you hire them? We need to hire better. But more importantly, we need to train better and we need to train differently because the landscape is not the same. Right? I like that when, Jim, you said that most employers are so worried about disciplining or, or giving uh, constructive criticism, they oftentimes don't forget to praise and let the employees know they're integral. Like, you got to make sure that you're doing positive reinforcement, telling them where they stand both positively and negatively and do it continuously. Well, based on our research, Jason, I, I totally agree with you. Um, there's five markers that every person has and self-discipline, well, that's at the beginning, that's the blueprint of each individual to fit into the blueprint of the division, the department or the whole company. Uh, secondly, you got to have better focus, but you need to know where to send my energy for that focus. And leadership has to guide me as a, an employee. Where do you want me to send my energy? And, and so self-discipline, concentration, a lot of people are working on that. The third marker is optimism. And that's your belief, your expectation, your sense of knowing, your self-esteem, what you think other people think about you. That confidence has taken a major hit in Mm -hmm. Every company, small to large, but we need to be paying particular attention to the confidence of each of our employees. They're, they're showing seeds of doubt, and uh, we need to address that. But Jason, to go back to your point, every pro athlete can have discipline, 
be prepared, be prepared to adjust. But you better have two things that really help get into a zone state over a long period of time. That's relaxation and enjoyment. Mm -hmm. and, and relaxation produces serotonin, which gives me that calm effect, uh, which our, our, all the employees will appreciate, that calm uh, workplace. It's very purposeful. It's very deliberate. It's very locked into the moment. But there has to be a relaxation to it. Right now, relaxation doesn't exist at a high level in companies because there's so much chaos, so much confusion, so much flux. And that's where the leadership team has to take charge of the relaxation of your team. Last, if it's not fun, people are going to leave. They're yeah. going to leave you. And the enjoyment um, is not, you know, let's party hardy, but it's just appreciating what you do. But you, the best in the world, they love the challenges. They love big obstacles and overcoming them. They love that. And uh, we need to get that passion for solving challenges back into the uh, workplace and let our employees solve it instead of thinking, I've got to be a part of all the minutia and I got to solve everything because we're in a tough time. If you do that, you will always be a small company and you will not penetrate your marketplace and dig your income streams deeper and wider. We need self-discipline, concentration, optimism, but you need relaxation and enjoyment. And that makes up your company as a whole. What's your weakest link? Well, your leadership team needs to figure that out. Do you need more discipline? Do you need more focus? Maybe just on your one income stream. If we chase the shiny dime right now as a leadership team, and get in too many different things. We're doing a disservice probably to our customers and clients, but we're doing a disservice to our team itself. Focus on your core product, your core service, reinvent it, dig that income stream deeper, wider, but doing it in an atmosphere that's fun, it's exciting, and it will meet every challenge that your company has. Yeah, a lot of the score goes back to what's your company culture look like. Yeah, it, it, this is the perfect time to all the calls that we're getting in at, at Zone Coach and Jim Fan and Brands. Can you change our culture or help us? And and that's I said, well, tough to do. Yeah. It, it's tough, but let's face it, stress runs downhill. It does. Mm -hmm. It don't run uphill. Yeah. Uh, we allow it sometimes to run uphill, but shame on us. Mm -hmm. Leadership must get away from the team get up above in a helicopter and start managing this on a macro level. And we got to stay out of the minutia, the drama, and the weeds of your business. That's what's going to take a business down. Yeah, when you look at your culture now, it's, it's harder than ever because you've got that combination of your remote workforce that's coming yeah. back. And some of them haven't been in your office or your plant or whatever your business is for a year. Or so, over, yeah. Right, or over a year. So getting them back in together, now is it really the time to work on the culture? And that's going to drive what does that uh, relaxation and, and uh, enjoyment look like? The optimism is is key for business leaders as well. It's crucial. And, and your, your customers can feel when you're not as confident. They can feel when you're pressing to make money. They can feel when you're desperate. 
And that's when, you know, I love you, but eh, can I get back to you in 30 days? Mm -hmm. It's because you're feeling their need to sell something because we're, we got a cash flow issue. And that's so true on the sales cycle. When you see somebody uh, that, uh, you know, you've got confidence versus you've got a, a desperate salesperson that has to sell something, you know, a buyer can. No one wants to buy from that person. Right. But and, and a buyer can sense that uh, miles away. Yeah. And instead of selling and closing, you know, the, our sales teams use the word close. I, I think that's a non-starter for me. We're not trying to close this client. We're trying to open a new relationship. And that's a different mindset. We're partners with you, improving your business at a price you can afford. That, that's that's what Employco does so well at. Uh, you come into this as a partner with them. You're not selling human resource uh, services or products. And, um, you know, people feel that. And that way, one plus one equals three. Uh, You and your clients together equal more than a partner. What's what's you know, what's the whole point? So if you're going to reinvent your business, do it now. It's a perfect time, uh, you know, and, and if you need to trim the tree. Uh, and, and I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. You need to prune the tree a little bit. Uh, now's the time to uh, prune it. Uh, you need all-stars. I'd have less employees, but the ones I have, they're all-stars, and they're empowered to be little micro-decision makers. Yeah. And um, it, it, it's time even small companies start thinking on a bigger scale. You know, technology has leveled the playing field with so many companies. A small guy can compete, you know, with the giants today because you're more nimble. You can react to the marketplace quicker. And uh, companies need to have that swag that they may maybe never had before. But now is the time because of technology, uh, a new mindset. Now is the time to really take advantage of a market share and dominate. You know, it's really, uh, really great, Jim, how you've taken, uh, Jim, you initially started as a pro tennis player yourself and, and moved into being his own coach for just so many top level athletes in the world and have taken that zone mindset and brought it to businesses and have, uh, have helped so many yeah, companies and fit. individuals that, uh, you know. Yeah, I've got, a lot, I've got a lot of companies that are looking at their employees as corporate athletes. And uh, that's how they're uh, coaching them as a corporate athlete. Uh, And the one thing about an athlete that's so different than business, and I I coach 28 major league all-stars, and that's talking to them every day over obviously a long period of time. Uh, Seven tennis players, top 10 in the world, all of that. Uh, But the mindset of the athlete, they train every day. I remember seeing Cal Ripken Jr. in the last year of his career, and I'm at spring training, the great third baseman for the Baltimore Orioles, Hall of Famer, the Iron Man, that guy. So he's been around the block, you know, for almost two decades. And his father was a manager and coach, and I knew he knew how to bunt. He's bunted since he's probably four years old, right? And there is Cal Ripken Jr. on a small field away from everybody else working on laying down a bunt. And I'm watching him over and over and I'm thinking, he's not going to bunt, but maybe twice this year he might sack, you know, have a little sack bunt maybe, but he's not going to bunt to get on base. But there he is honing his craft. And I thought companies don't do that. We don't train America companies. 
like the best athletes in the world. Why not? I, I, I went with Dominic's Finer Foods. Now, if you've been in Chicago, you know that it doesn't exist anymore. Right. And I'm giving a seminar to their, uh, their management team. And the least tenure guy was 22 years. One guy had been there 45 years. And they were looking at me. They're glazed over. They don't want to listen at all to what I'm having to say. And I walked out of that meeting realizing these guys are going to be gone soon. They don't get it. And I knew that. Well, in a month, they were sold to Safeway. And every guy on that leadership team, there were 20-some in the, in the uh, uh, seminar, only one le- was left. Safeway came in and cleaned house. They just had old ideas, old way of doing things. And all of a sudden, here come these new competitors, uh, you know, the Amazon, the Whole Foods and all that. And, of course, Dominic's does not exist anymore. Yeah, it's gone. Right. And there's a lot of icons right now, I think, will disappear. And the small, nimble companies that have better technology, better human resources, and really get the essence of their craft, it's time to dominate the big boys. You can do it. There's no question. But get with your leadership. Nothing great, as Rob said. Nothing great happens without a blueprint. Can't build a house. Can't build a development. Can't build a city. But you can't build a, build a company without a blueprint. And your other phrase, think like a champion. Yeah, think like a champion. Just think like the best in the world. And um, they're into peak performance and same thing with a company. Peak performance is what it's all about. So if you have uh, questions for us, feel free to reach out to us at hr at employco.com. Uh, check out Jim's latest book, The Blueprint, which if, uh, sold at all fine bookstores around the around the world, or uh, or in Amazon, or Amazon, and you and you can reach me at askjim at jimfannon.com. Send me an email, and I'll 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 answer it swiftly. Askjim at jimfannon.com. You know, and the dinners that we've done for fellow CEOs around the country have been a lot of fun. We just did a couple down in South Florida, and we're going to do a few more in uh, Kansas City and Chicago. And it, it's great to get fellow leaders together and hear Jim's story. And there's, you, know, you could talk for hours about <laughs> being being in the zone and you know tips like how to reboot reboot between meetings. Uh, a lot of a lot of great content. So if uh, if you're a, a fellow CEO and interested in in uh, joining us for dinner, reach out to us. HRDemplico.com. Questions or comments, uh, feel free the same uh, to for We're Jason. On all Scott the social and media websites, right? At Employco. And it's been a great pleasure, Jim, having you uh, give us some get in the zone tips. And be in the zone, be in the zone, Rob. It's uh, it's the only place to be. It's the only place to be. <laughs> so yeah. Thanks, thanks Jim, Jim, for Thank joining you. us. Pleasure. Have a good day.